a desert planet with twin suns. His name is Boba Fett. Boba Fett? Where? I am Boba Fett. Welcome back to Twin Sun Talks, folks. I'm your host, Jonah Liu. Thank you so much for listening. And welcome to our third Book of Boba Fett review and breakdown. We're going to be going over the third episode. And uh, yeah, not too much else to say on that. Let's dive into I Have Spoken. I Have Spoken. So as usual, we're going to be starting out with our non-spoiler review, followed by our full spoiler review and breakdown. And then we're going to end with some uh, theories about what's going to be... uh, going on with the show moving forward so as far as my non-spoiler review what i got is while this may be the weakest episode so far i don't think it's by any means bad some interesting points were rushed and some less interesting points were drawn out longer than they probably should have overall there were some pretty fun and cool parts that got overshadowed by some more unremarkable plot points i think we'll be getting uh, i think we'll get some better stuff moving forward But of the three that we've gotten so far, this episode was probably the worst. And like I said, just because I think it's the worst of the three doesn't mean that it's necessarily bad. But um, just got to be honest and say that this one wasn't necessarily my favorite. So um, if you haven't watched the episode yet, there are going to be spoilers in the rest of this episode. So make sure that you, if you want to avoid those, don't listen past this point. Spoiler warning, spoiler warning. Come back to this whenever you've watched it. It will still be here. Spoiler, 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 spoiler. Okay, let's dive into it. So, a couple things that I want to talk about. First off, at the very beginning of this episode, we get some context for Bib Fortuna's rule. And, oh, actually, before I talk about this, the opening shot of this episode is actually really cool because it has the little spider guy that's scurrying along the sands of Tatooine outside Jabba's palace. These are actually called Bomar Monks, and we see them in the uh, in Episode 6, Return of the Jedi. And essentially what they are is they were uh, a kind of a, a group of monks who were focused so heavily on enlightenment that they believed that the way to achieve true enlightenment was to essentially cut out their brains and put them in this um, pod that would essentially walk them around and allow them to just think for the rest of time. And they lived beneath Jabba's palace and sometimes ventured up to, uh, to walk around. And uh, essentially, that's what those little spider things are, are monks with brains inside of them. So kind of interesting in that way. Now, moving forward from that, um, so we get a little bit of context about Bib Fortuna's rule and kind of what that all looked like. Um, essentially, that... He had to split the land of Mos Espa three ways among three lieutenants, one being a Trandoshan clan, one being an Aquilish clan, and one being a Klaatuinian clan. And if you want some more, um, it's not really in-depth, it's a pretty basic uh, profile, but if you want profiles of both Trandoshans and Aquilish, you can go back to Aliens, my prominent alien species profile, volume two for Trandoshans, and uh, Volume 3 for the Aquilish. Those are episodes 48 and 53, respectively, and I go through a couple other species as well, but if you want to learn a little bit more about them, there's that. Clatuinians are uh, still to come, but have no fear. I'm planning on doing 10 of these uh, prominent alien species um, breakdowns, so have no fear. 
I will get to them eventually. But um, essentially, Trandoshans are the lizard-looking guys. Aqualish are the guys that kind of look like walruses almost. And then Klaatuinians have green skin, green-grayish skin, and they have like these really big jowls um, like on the sides of their faces. And they, I don't really know how, to, how else to describe them. I think that you'll, you'll know them whenever they, they come in because they're going to be the ones that don't look like lizards and don't look like walruses. But that being said, uh, the fact that Bib Fortuna had to split the land three ways shows that Bib was generally weaker than Jabba and required more delegation to keep order, which I think is, is rather interesting just to show how much influence Jabba had and how Bib Fortuna had a, a harder time. And now we're seeing that Boba's also having a harder time because the hut name holds a lot of weight and Jabba's in particular did. And so having to deal with that is is going to be a rather interesting thing. Next up, we have the biker gang kids who um, essentially got brought to Boba's attention because of a water retailer who was getting stolen from. They are probably my least favorite part of this episode and the show so far. It really took me out of the experience and felt in no way like Star Wars. It felt more like some weird future steampunk dystopia thought up by someone like the 80s. And they were like, oh, the cybernetic youths took our precious water and drove away on flying Harley Davidsons. It's like, uh, like that's not really... They felt like Power Rangers. That's what they felt like to me. They didn't feel like Star Wars characters. It felt like it felt like some lesser franchise trying to emulate something kind of close to Star Wars and then not really uh, hitting the mark. The bike chase scene at the end was cool enough, but it wasn't anything special. I'm I'm just not a huge fan of them. I'm not. I don't really. I'm. Hopefully, they get a little more development. Maybe Boba gives them jetpacks instead of uh, motorcycles to fly fly around on. That could be kind of cool. Kind of turn them to the to pseudo Mandalorian warriors. I don't know. I mean, I just I don't know. Not a huge fan so far. Next up, we have the Tuscans, which we get to see a little bit of this in more flashbacks while he's in Bacta, him being Boba. We see him go and confront the Pikes. They talk about Obadiah and all that stuff, which if you've watched the Clone Wars, you know that is the Pike uh, homeworld and or base of operations. Uh, we get to see that a bit in Season 6 and in Season 7. Um, so it's it's just super cool to see all these, these Clone Wars tie-ins. And we also learn that they have contracted the biker gang, the Nyctos that we saw in uh, the last episode, Boba Take Them Out, and we saw them in the first episode raiding uh, a moisture farmer's farm. Um, but Boba vows to take care of them so that they can just be protected by the Tuscans. And as he's coming back, he finds that the Tuscan village has been completely destroyed. And that was so very sad. Very reminiscent of uh, Anakin's massacre of the Tuscan village, but this time it's like from the opposite perspective. And I really can't wait to see Boba destroy the Nikto Sand Riders because, as you know, they uh, they had spray painted their mark on the uh, one one of the fallen tents, which we've seen very intentionally uh, shown that that that's that's kind of what they do. And so I can't wait to see Boba just mess him up because we've already seen him mess him up once without with like a, a fake gaffy stick. And now he's he's fully armed and he is angry. And so I really can't wait to see that. Um, 
Black Chrysanthemum comes into play. So if you missed my last review and like breakdown, Black Chrysanthemum was the uh, the Black Wookiee that was with the uh, the twins in the last episode, and he's a really really cool bounty hunter, really really dangerous bounty hunter who started out as a gladiator, and um, he attacks Boba while he's in his back to chamber, and I'm I'm kind of skeptical as to how he got through all of Boba's defenses between. Fennec and the Power Rangers and the Gamorreans. I'm surprised that no one saw a Wookiee of all things, but I guess maybe that's a testament to how he operates, or maybe it's a little something a little sussy. But I'm surprised that they use Chrysanthemum so quickly. I was expecting like some bigger fight later on, and this was it was kind of going to be Boba's like Mudhorn fight or something like that, like kind of like from Mando season one, where it's like, oh man, I'm not quite as powerful as I thought I was, and stuff like that. But um, I guess it, it, it's fine how they used him, but it seems like he's going to be an ally, if anything, moving forward. And I wish we had gotten more of a fight, I, but it, it kind of makes sense why it happened the way that it did, because he, he would have killed Boba, like he was about to kill Boba. Because, and I think that people might get kind of mad that he almost killed Boba, but he was asleep. He literally, not even asleep, he was healing. He was in the most vulnerable place possible and he just gets completely ripped out of this kind of almost like drug-induced dream because back a drug it's not it's a medicinal drug but at the same time it's a drug and he gets completely ripped out of it and then black chrysanthemum's attacking him and i think that he did pretty pretty good all things considered because i'm sure that that's a pretty jarring thing and he got, a, he got a few licks in, and then his Power Rangers stepped in and, and helped. And that being said, I think that, I mean, I think it's noteworthy to say that Black Chrysanthemum took on two Grimorians at once pretty handily. And I think that that's pretty stinking dope. Um, other than that, I think that he held his own pretty well against as many people as he was going up against. And I think that it's it's good that they showed how robust he is after getting like stabbed and bashed so many times. I don't think that this is the last we're going to see of him, but but I'll talk about that more in my visions uh, theory segment. The huts um, are leaving just like that. I kind of wish that we had seen more of them. I wish that they were the main villains. So that's kind of disappointing. But um, I I'm I'm sure that they'll be back. I'm sure that we'll hear from them again. They kind of go where profit is to be had. Um, so I, I wouldn't worry too much about that, but they brought him a Rancor and I got so excited when that Rancor came rolling up. And so if you, if you don't remember the Rancor, Jabba had a Rancor, uh, in the pit that they dropped Black Crescenton and they dropped the Nightwind guy in, in the last episode. And it was essentially a form of entertainment where Jabba would drop people into that Rancor pit and watch them get eaten alive. Um, which is pretty gruesome, but that's what he liked. And now Boba has one of his own, and it's a young one. It's a calf, which we kind of saw a young Rancor in the Bad Batch, which was like a toddler, like brand new baby, baby Rancor. Um, but it's like, it's a huge puppy, and it's so cute, even though it's so not cute. But I really can't wait to see more of it. And then they also, they mentioned Dathomir Witches riding... Um, riding them and that's a callback to the night sisters from the clone wars which are so, they're super super cool 
And if you want to learn more about the Night Sisters, then you can go back to episode 52 uh, for some more information on them. But but I'll, I just love all the cool little uh, the cool little tie-ins that that they they're bringing into this show. Even though it's like more of an original trilogy vibe, we're getting a lot of Clone Wars references, which which makes me very very happy. Um, lastly, we got the Pikes. I'm pretty pumped that they're shaping up to be the main villains. Um, as y'all know. And I just said, I love the Clone Wars. So to see characters like them get live action scream time is, is really, really fun for me. And I can't wait to see Boba absolutely demolish them. I, I think that it's going to take a little bit, but I think that Boba is going to show them who's boss uh, pretty handily. Um, so that's about all that I have for my breakdown. As far as my review, I think the biggest mistake I've seen made in a live action Star Wars show, period, were the colorful Power Ranger biker gang people it felt very out of place it was super distracting um but nevertheless this episode wasn't bad because of it the tuscan village being destroyed made me like legitimately sad which is a testament to how well they've developed them as characters and stuff like that and once again i wish that they would have spent more time on the cool stuff like the pikes or black chrysanthemum and less time on the power rangers but i digress it's not exactly a bad episode but they just highlighted the weakest part kind of continuously which which left a bad taste in my mouth but overall i'm not worried about the show moving forward i do think that the power rangers are going to be a pretty pretty significant part um but i don't think that that's i think that dave filoni and john favreau know what they're doing and i think that um they have a way of making dislikable characters likable after a certain point so i'm not too worried but that being said let's dive into some visions to continue, we need one singular vision. My vision. So most of my theories from the past remain the same. Um, I don't think that anything's been super disproven so far. There have just been things that I'm, I'm going to be altering. Um, but for the most part, they stay the same. I forgot that I want Hondo to come into play. Not sure how he will, but I think that that would be a super cool thing to see, especially like if he kind of puts out uh, kind of a help wanted type thing when he brings in like a pirate gang. Um, I think that that would be pretty cool. He's like, Boba, my boy, I hear that there's like, I hear that there's profit to be had or something like that. I think that that would be pretty cool. Um, and it would be really cool to see Hondo in live action. Um, as for more stuff specific to this episode, I think that the main biker girl may be force sensitive. She's a little too good on a bike to not have a little bit of force power, and I think that that could be a cool tie-in with Luke if he comes to kind of look for her. But I think that that would be a cool way to make them a little more interesting, the biker gang, the Power Rangers. But uh, they, they got a lot of leg, root, leg work to do to make, to make them a little more likable for me. Um, starting, I'm starting to think that Boba will be high, he, like Okay. Boba will be the one hiring his old bounty hunting buddies uh, rather than having like the the competing crime lords do it. I think that we could also see like half of them on the Pike side and half of them on Boba's side, which could be kind of interesting. But I do think that Black Chrysanthemum will be on Boba's side because I think that he'll have some sort of kind of life debt type thing to owe him. Um, but I think that it's shaping up to be kind of a cool like mini bounty hunter war type thing on Tatooine. I think it's kind of dope. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see more of that. Uh, oh, and I also I think that Cad Bane's going to end up being on the, the Pike side. 
Um, so there's that as well. I think that uh, Boba's going to end up riding the Rancor through the streets of Mos Espa, and like that's going to be his litter. Because, you know, everyone's been saying, like, oh, I didn't realize that you were important because you didn't get carried around the streets by your, by your menagerie and stuff like that. Um, so I think that he's going to start riding the Rancor because he's already said that he wants to learn how. And I think that, that that's going to be, like, his way of being like, hey, watch out for me. I'm the new daimyo and stuff like that. And I think that he will form an alliance with other existing Tuscan tribes to, and win their trust by showing his gaffy stick and doing the ritualistic dance that we see him do in the previous episode. And essentially, I still think that it's possible that either he's going to have like a network of sand people to kind of help him keep an eye on things around Tatooine or at kind of the climactic moment of the show, he's going to be like alone. He's going to be separated from Fennec. He's going to be separated from the Gamorreans and the Power Rangers and all of them. And he's going to be cornered in like this like mountainous region of Tatooine by like either a bunch of bounty hunters or just the Pikes or the Huts or whoever ends up being the main bad guys. And it's going to be like end of the line bounty hunter and he's going to turn around and be like, I'm not a bounty hunter. And then you just hear the little Tuscan, and it echoes around them. And then it's kind of like in Mulan, whenever you see all the the Huns rise up over the ridge and there's just this giant army, you see all the Tuscans just kind of start to emerge from the rocks. And there are just hundreds of them around. And then they, they, they like stand behind Boba. And then you, you hear the, you hear his theme. The dun, dun, hey, dun, 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 dun. And then you just see them kick butt together. I think that'd be pretty cool, but, you know, very rarely do they do what I want to do, and sometimes it ends up being really good anyways, so I digress. But that's about all that I have for this episode. I'm really excited to see what happens next. I think that maybe the next episode will still be a little bit slow, but I've heard in sort of the network of Star Wars fans and, like, just Star Wars social media that episodes five, six, and seven are going to be money, 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 money. And so maybe episode four is just a little bit slower than we want it to be. But then it it really picks up after that, if I had to guess. But that being said, I'm still really excited, even though this episode didn't really grasp me the way that I wanted it to. But that's about all that I have to say. Uh, make sure that you listen on Monday, I'm going to be profiling Darth Maul, so if you're interested in that, next Monday is my Darth Maul episode, and so I'm, I'm pretty excited to do that um, and bring that to y'all. So that's about all that I have for this episode. You've taken your first steps into a larger world. May the Force be with you, and I will see y'all in the next episode. Bye, friends.